episode 96 presented by Maritime Madness. Tonight we have Windsor, Ontario, Shane Monahan. Let's do it. How are you, John? Welcome back. Episode 96. It is hot as balls in here. How are you, man? Feeling pretty good, bud. I gotta take this off. I'm sorry. I tried to do a whole episode and I can't do it. I'm sorry. Uh, welcome last back. 30 seconds, love. Show it stripping. off. Stripping. Yeah. Stripping. <laughs> Send those yeah, like, yeah. Wolf, fucking wolf tickets to the strip show. Man, let's get uh let's get it started here, folks. Uh welcome uh again back to episode 96. This episode sponsored by our friends at Maritime Madness over there in PEI. Check them out. Uh, use the code FLA10, save 10%, get 35 bucks in shipping across Canada. Great people made locally over 30 flavors, been supporting us for a while. Check them out. Good stuff. Yeah, man. Well, let's get into it, John. Uh, I know it's yeah, been a hot it. day here. Uh, we got a cool episode lined up here. Here's a guy that uh, originally from Ireland, now over uh, living in Windsor, Ontario, training at uh, the Maximum Training Center with you know, pretty, uh, a very, very big stable made of uh, talented athletes with the Laramie brothers, obviously Kyle Prepolik, and the list goes on and on with who he trains with over there. Uh, currently 1-0 as a pro, but lots of experience as an amateur, 6-2 and two as an amateur. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's kind of an interesting story. He moved over here from Ireland and kind of picked up the sport over here. So shall we? Interesting. Let's do it. All right. Without further ado, folks, Mr. Shane Monahan, how are you, sir? Hey, how are you guys? Awesome. Excellent. Awesome, thanks for man. having me on the show. Yeah, no, thanks so much. Uh, obviously, you're at the gym now. We were just talking about that. Gym. Yeah, how's that going? I mean, we're just uh, we're just getting a little easing back into it after uh, all that madness has happened. I mean, uh, normal classes aren't back to uh, schedule yet, but uh, we're just doing a little bit of secret training. Nice. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's important, man. Like, it's how, what are you gonna stop? Like, I. I didn't tell John this, I guess. I didn't tell him the, the – sorry, go ahead, Shane. No, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, yeah. That, so I had a, a conversation. We had a conversation today with the commission again and, and, and another commission in the in the country today, and it's just no one knows if this is going to be six months, 12 months, 18 months. No one really knows, but you got to keep training. Yeah, I mean, like we, we talked about earlier on, I, I can't see it happening by the end of the year. I'd like to see something maybe at the back end of the year, but um, I just don't know. Yeah, but we got to keep training anyway, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very true. Yeah, it's, well, you and I did speak about that earlier. It's true. Like, who who really goddamn knows what's gonna happen, man? And it's scary. How's the gym dealing? Like, how's the scene in Windsor? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just uh, like I said, we've no normal classes going. Like nothing, nothing like that. But like, all the guys are just doing our, their little bit on the side. You know, just trying to keep keep active and in in hope that something comes up regional wise i mean if you're not fighting for bellator ufc you're you're hoping for something regional to come up you know mm -hmm. yeah. yeah yeah that's the trick right now man the regional scene like unless you've got deep pockets yeah i mean possible like, to make something happen i mean if anything was to come up it would be without a crowd so there goes your ticket sales and then i mean you, are you fighting for free or or what are we yeah. doing here? You know, so. <laughs> yeah, it's true, man. It's like in the amount of fighters who contact us are like, I just want to fight for free. I just want to fight. And it's like fucking mind blowing to us. Cause we're like, yeah. we're in the same kind of position. We want to continue on, but we could never, ever, ever let someone fight for free. It's just not how the game should work. In my opinion. No, it's good to see that guys Very actually want to get, guys want to get out there and they're chomping at the bit to fight and, and get some fights going to yeah. fight for free. But at the same time, it's, Business-wise, for the likes of you guys, it's not really a, a viable option, you know? 
No, no, it's definitely not. And no, we de I mean, that's what we've been trying to figure out. You know, that, that was, that was, that was a big part of our reopen plan was trying to do it in such a way that we could, you know, at least pay for yeah. it. But we, we had to scale back just production and that a great deal. And, and a yeah. lot of things just had to be removed. You know, it takes away from the whole experience, but at the same time, you guys need sanctioned fights in order yeah, to progress. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. yeah. And you, and you want, you want the fans there as well. I mean, it, it, it makes yeah. the, it make, it makes the event, right? Yeah. It sure does. And, and we're just not in a place that, I think pay-per-view would pay for it in itself for us, maybe, mm -hmm, right. you know, depending right. on who we could land. But yeah. we've got even 25 grand in purses on top of production costs. Um, that's that's a shit ton of pay-per-views at right. 15 or 20 bucks, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It's almost impossible. But, yeah. you know, if we can get ticket sales in the mix, then, you know, well, but it, and that's not even the issue. It's the commission holding it up right now, and and everyone right. just wants to be safe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You guys just moved into like stage three. Is that correct? Is that no? I actually, actually, most of Ontario, I think, moved into stage three lately. And Windsor, Essex County, where we're from, uh, got held back into stage two. So we got we got to wait again. So. I mean, we're like still one one step away from getting the gym open. I, I mean, okay. stage three stage three will be whatever stage three is, and I think the gyms and contact will be after that again. I I'm assuming. Yeah. Oh, I, I yeah, it was it was like that here, um, yeah. but you know we're kind of able to work around some of the rules now, small groups and things. So yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. It's it's super interesting how it's working, and it's fucking all different. Like every I mean, year, like I read an article today here, Shane. So like people who in Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, PEI, Newfoundland, there's a bubble, an Atlantic bubble. So anybody who comes into the Atlantic provinces has to quarantine for two weeks. But if you're an essential worker in Nova Scotia, you do have to isolate. But if you're in New Brunswick, you don't. I mean, it's all <laughs> provincial. It's, it's provincially different, right? I yeah. Mean, it's, it just doesn't make sense. And uh, there's no, uh, what would you say? There's no... I don't know. There's just consistency. Sorry, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Have you noticed anything like you're obviously from Ireland? Uh, not obviously, but from Ireland. You're obviously from Ireland. You know, but, um, I thought that was a French accent. Do you notice any difference from home? Like in when it comes to politics or anything like that? No, it's still the same. I mean, yeah. I think they're, I think they're in like a stage three now as well, kind of, kind of setup. So they're all, we're kind of on the same level, but it's still, again, each area of the island is a little bit different, you know. So, like, just like you said, no consistency. Yeah. No, no nobody knows what's going on, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's true. It's, it's a shit show. It's time. a shit show. <laughs> yeah. all, all of our fears yeah. are coming to light, you know. Like, I know, right? Oh. Yeah, the oh. plot of the plot of a hundred movies is coming true. Uh, I mean, yeah. uh, twenty twenty is just like one big movie, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what happened, and, you know, speaking of which, you know, prayers to anybody uh, affected in Lebanon, yeah, yeah. Be involved yeah. in that terrible yeah. stuff. Like it just the shit keeps going in this year, man. It's like an apocalypse. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just August is August edition of twenty twenty, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's hard to believe. I well, I guess we'll, we'll we'll segue into something a little more positive. Um, 
like for you, you you came over here, you finished school in Ireland, you moved over here, uh, you started martial arts, just kind of something that you wanted to do. You walked into the club and you're like, oh, that's something that I kind of wanted to do. Originally, was it to lose weight or? Yeah, I mean, you kind of right. Like uh, I moved over here and I kind of need, I just didn't want to train at a normal gym. So I, and I always was a fan of the sport. So I said, uh, maybe I'll just learn a discipline and make it a little bit more exciting just to drop a bit of weight and get in shape and, and learn something at the same time. So I, uh, I knew there was a couple of gyms in the area and I Googled them all as you would. And I, there was a lot of gyms offering crazy shit. And I, I found MTC and uh, it was like, like, these aren't like claiming to be anything, but I mean, they have all these pro fighters. And then I just, I double checked on topology. I'm like, yeah, everything checks out. So why wouldn't I go where all the pro fighters are coming from? So yeah. I, f I found myself coming here and I'm glad I did that kind of research before I came here. So, uh, you know, and uh, the rest is history. Yeah. But well said, man. Hey, John, how important is that? Like, how many? Um, it blows me. Yeah. Still in this age yeah. of 2020, how many people are like, "This is my coach," and you see videos, you're like, "What in the fuck?" Yeah. Because <laughs> the information's all out there now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But, but even though the information is out there, like some of the people, the general public, will just be captioned by their captured by the by the front page, right? And the they won't. Yeah. They don't. They don't deep dive into what they're into what they're getting yeah. into, and that's that's for most things in life. But uh, luckily enough, I was intuitive enough to go go behind the scenes a little bit and, and uh, mm -hmm. double check into what I was getting into. But uh, yeah, and here so, we are. So how how long have you been there then? Um, I came in 2014, I think. Oh, nice! So, so six yeah. years. So. And I yeah, I started my I had my first fight in 2000 May 2015, my first amateur fight, and I went eight and two. So. Over a oh, period sorry, of two, sorry. yeah, a peri yeah, period of two years. I think topology is missing a couple of fights, so okay. um, that's 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 where you probably get the mistake from. But uh, yeah, so and I think it was a period of two years. I went eight and two, and uh, yeah, had had a lot of fun. Yeah, no yeah doubt. very very active. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Like there was one stage where we were fighting every three months at, at one stage. I remember at the back end of one year, when I I think I won the the thirty five and the forty five PFC amateur title. I think I had. I started in November and finished in December with, with, I think, yeah, three fights. So it was a busy year, that the back end of that year. And that was my last amateur fight, I guess. Yeah, great way to finish. Yeah, well, and I mean, it was... still carrying the momentum, too. Yeah, it was, yeah. It, was it was time to move on then, I guess. So, I mean, I felt that I did everything I could at amateur at that level. And, I mean, it was just time to get up for the next test, right? Mm -hmm. did, did you find there was... Sorry, go ahead, Derek. No, 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 no you go. <laughs> oh, we're gonna do this again, are we? <laughs> no, I was, I was gonna say, uh, did you find it a big transition from amateur to professional? Um, you know what? The biggest thing I was worried about was uh, going from the three minutes to the five minutes. For some mm, reason, that just stuck in my head for a long, long time. And it was that it wasn't the skill level, it wasn't the added the, the elbows and the knee strikes uh, and, yeah. and the different submissions that you were allowed to do. It was always the five minute thing, and, and uh, I always like prize myself on cardio, so. That was one thing that worried me, but uh, I mean, look at the look at the people I was training with. I was the mm -hmm. last amateur to of a of a bunch of pros, and we're I'm always trying to help. I'm always helping them getting ready for fights, and we're doing nothing less than five minutes. So it kind of got go. me ready, but I was I was still always doubting myself at the same time. But again, I had to push push hard on the cardio, so I knew it wouldn't be an issue at, at the time yeah. of going from the three to the five. I mean, it's a little bit of a faster pace at three minutes. You can, you can put a little bit more output and then mm -hmm. the five minutes, you can't, you kind of have to calm down a little bit unless it's a barn burner, right? Who knows? But you want to yeah. be able to pace yourself. You, you need to be, to be ready yourself. for a barn burner. Yeah, you do a hundred percent. Yeah. And that's what we would simulate in the, in the gym, getting ready for fights. We'd simulate barn burners, but 
hope for a more cleaner of course yeah. technical fight <laughs> for a five second knockout and be ready for a right yeah war. <laughs> yeah. yeah cardio right. but again, man. I, cardio I, I, is again, imperative again i was always looking for those drawn out wars as well to know that you're battle tested you know i wouldn't like to go get three or four wins off the back of a couple of first round finishes yeah it looks great but i mean i don't yeah. think it'd be good mentally for myself i i want to i want to test myself in like a, a three round yeah. war at, at five minutes around so i mean hopefully in my next fight or the fight after i'll get something like that there you yeah. go hopefully you can get a damn fight I mean, so many canceled fights brother. i know well i know i know i i mean i had a lot of canceled fights and uh yeah i had a i had a lot of visa issues when i was over here and it was prohibiting me from getting uh my health card right and mm. uh i mean to get licensed in ontario it's probably one of the strictest provinces probably in North America, try and get licensed. I don't know if you guys know that. I'm sure you do from, mm -hmm. yeah, pretty... from knowing the different commissions. But right, so every time I had to get a license for a fight, I had there was two ways to get a license for Ontario. There's the if you're in province or an outer province. Now, I was considered an outer province fighter because I wasn't technically here in Can a, a resident uh -huh. in Canada, right? So then I would have to pay for all my medicals. So the number one on the list is an MRI. I try get an MRI in Ontario for under a thousand dollars. Yeah, good luck. So every fight that I was having, or every fight that I was scheduled for, that I was going to sign my name to, I was paying out at least fifteen hundred dollars. That's just to get get a fight yeah. signed. Yeah. So I had a couple of them, um, and I mean, anyone that says that I I I don't want to fight or whatever, <laughs> like get out of here because I'm paying I'm paying right. I, yeah. I, you know yourself. Purses at uh, at a no professional fighter isn't that much. No, and it's not going to cover any of the medical costs. So I'm I'm honestly fighting out of the love and uh, the love of the sport and just mm -hmm. uh, just to see myself get better and better and better. That's all. That's it's for me. It's for no one else. Um, it's not for money. I have a good job. It pays well. Um, I'm not. You know. I'm just here to get better every time. So, I mean, yeah. And that's yeah. that's a lot of the reasons why some of those fights got cancelled. A lot of pullouts too, um, and then there was one injury on my part. So, I mean, add them all up, and we had four or five scheduled fights to go, and we only got one out of the five. True, yeah. sure. that's the game, I guess. But it's it's definitely a frustrating part so of the it, game. It, it's it's been it, yeah, it's it's been a it's been a rough roller coaster. It's like hasn't been easy, but I mean, I'm still here. So, yeah, that's the important thing, man. Mm -hmm. Keep pushing forward. Yeah. You look like a young yeah. guy. You got some years ahead of you. Us old dogs, we don't have that. So you're breaking up there? Oh, <laughs> sorry. He Do you guys hear me? me yeah, yeah, I called us old and said you look young. <laughs> Can the, you your, connect, your, connect, your connection's breaking up there. It's just sorry, getting a little buddy. bit. Uh... Uh, how's that? Better now? Better. Is that better, buddy? Still, it's still crackling. I'm just going to uh, pull you out of the stream. Just click the link again, if you don't mind. Okay, yeah. All right, folks, just having a few technical difficulties. If we were to have any technical difficulties, it would be no fun. <laughs> no, this was this was scheduled. This was supposed to happen now. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That as was the we, next level of production, right? As we come back from our 30-second countdown, yeah. here we are again. Maritime Madness. Sponsors part two of the interview. If it comes back, we're gonna break for sponsor here now. 
Motor Fitness, check out Motor Fitness in the Valley, folks. Uh, that yeah. Annapolis Valley's number one gym. Yeah, that's right. Come see us down at Motor Fitness. And fitness activity. Fit. All right, let's Get see if we can bring work. Shane back on. Sorry to cut you off, John. That's okay. I'm just in the middle of a plug. It's no big deal. <laughs> Shane, how are you? Can you hear me better, bud? Oh, perfect. Now we can't hear him at all. He's got to unmute his microphone, I believe, folks. Hmm. There you go. Oh, there he goes. Oh, get her. Hey, you got it. You go. Hey, hey. nothing like live TV, folks. The, jo the joys are going live. Exactly. Look at me sweating. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I got AC over here. I'm cool. In the forest. Let's right. let's get. Uh, I don't. Know, I want to ask you real quick about. Uh, uh, again, you know, obviously you're the two division amateur champ for for Jamie and crew over there at Prospect. Um, what what kind of is the biggest experience you got out of? Uh, like here we are on the East Coast. There's a few fighters with a lot of amateur experience, but not a lot. Um, you, you've had a shit ton. Any advice for people? How important is the amateur career? Uh, yeah, like uh, I mean, I went about it that. Uh, I mean, I was always comparing myself to the guys at the gym, right? And I mean, I'm chasing them all of the time, right? So in some way, you would think that, oh, well, you're still not as good as them. Uh, so I need to keep fighting a little bit more at amateur. But that was just a thing that got in my head. But it was kind of a good thing that kept me right on the track and kept me chasing those guys together all the time. But uh, advice for amateurs, definitely pick your weight class if you can. Um, don't cut too much weight, if any weight at all, because, I mean... I mean, you want uh, longevity in this career, and cutting a lot of weight isn't going to help you. But uh, I would say get as many amateur fights as possible. And just like I alluded to earlier on, uh, don't just go in and get 4-0 and and 5-0 and, and get quick quick finishes and, and move on into battle test. Get yourself battle tested. Maybe have a loss. A loss is, a loss is crucial. It really is. Like it really makes insight and, uh, and uh, really deep delve deep into your own game and see where you've gone wrong. Like, you need that, right? Hmm. If you haven't gone out there and got cracked and got hurt or got caught in a submission, um, you move into pro and that happens. I mean, you're going to fall from a, a higher spot. Now you're at amateur level. You can experience that. It's not on, hmm. on your record. You can go home to the gym. You can polish up what you, what, what you, what you uh, lost out on and get back at it. I mean, if you can, if you can take away a lot of lessons from that, you're not going to take away a lot of lessons from... Uh, from winning straight wins and just crushing guys, you know that kind of way. No, nope. so that's what I would say. Win, win, win a couple of titles and move around. Get get different looks. I mean, bounce around a couple of promotions and and and, and get some titles and and some wins from there. And then when you feel you're ready, like you you you'll kind of know when you're ready to go. Man, fantastic advice, eh, John? Absolutely. Yeah. No, I agree, man. I think some amateur experience is important. Once you get in there, it's a whole different ball game than anything else. You know, you can do amateur boxing, you can do jujitsu, and these things to prepare yourself for MMA. But nothing prepares for pro MMA like amateur MMA. Yeah, and, and he made a very important right. point too, Shane. That it's not on your record. Like, really, yeah. you know, if you're taking these loss, like, you know, if you get a loss, it it's like again, I'm not a fighter. John's fought, but I'm not a fighter, and. Like, but again, I've been around the sport and realized how important taking a loss is. 
And uh, that is really good advice. I, I and is that something you learn from, like, again, like your the success of your facility and the team around you? Like, because I'm always amazed at our sport compared to team sports. I don't know if you played team sports growing up, but I played team sports, hockey and soccer and all that stuff. And I'm amazed at the difference when it comes to, like, MMA and jiu-jitsu, how people want their teammates to do well. And it not necessarily is the same in team sports. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I was never really a fan of team sports because, I mean, you can go out there and have a bad day, but the rest of the team can carry you. But, uh, I mean, mm. you can't have a bad day or a bad day at the office in MMA. You have to be on point. And, I mean, it's it's a selfish sport, but teammates do help you get there and help you uh, mm -hmm. get to the level that you're at. But, uh, I mean, I much prefer, like, everything everything being on me on the night. Interesting. He loves the pressure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. I, like, I, I thrive on the under pressure, and I, I much rather, I'm, I'm, I much rather be the underdog going into fights as well, like fighting away from uh, home yeah. and being the underdog. It's, it's really, uh, that really, that really gets me going. Like, if I'm supposed to lose, that, that puts a fire on in, in my belly that you know I can, I, 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 I need that. I, I don't want, I don't want. Don't give me a guy that I'm. Oh, this is a good fight for you. I don't want the good fight. I want the one where I'm gonna lose. They. they Say I'm gonna lose. Man. And that's what I. That's what I, I like. I much much prefer those kind of kind of fights. It just puts a different perspective on training, and I mean, it gets you out of the bed earlier in the morning. Like if you're if you're supposed to beat this guy, uh, how is that going to get you up for a six six a.m. run, or how is that going to get you to see yeah. your third practice of the day? How is that going to is that going to stop you getting eating bad food? No, you want you want you want to be the person that you they think is going to lose, and then and then you go up there and you do you give it your all, and I mean. That's the way I like to fight. That's the like. It's like the it's the mentality that I would much rather for each fight. Now, not not saying that I can't do it the other way, but I just much prefer it that way. Of course, I like that. I like that a lot. Very cool. It's smart, man. You know, it's, like it's, it, it's it's a mess. It's 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 a it's a mess thinking, but it gets gets me there. <laughs> <laughs> No, but really, like, fuck, there's a lot of people who take super <laughs> easy fights, right? Like, Oh, they do, 100%. Man. And and do you find it's easier mentally? Because, well, obviously, it's much more motivating to take a fight that you know you got to work for to win. Um, but do you find kind of having nothing to lose helps mentally with your nerves? If you're expected to lose and you lose, then whatever. But if you expected to lose um, and you win, then it's awesome. Mm. <clears throat> No, I don't think that I don't I don't think that would uh, I don't think that would do anything for my nerves at all. Actually, I mean it's a, it's a it's it's the fight at the end of the day. I mean I mean that would be an easy scapegoat and say, oh well, I was supposed to lose to that guy anyway. I would yeah. I just I just couldn't lay down and accept that myself. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, very fair. Did you? I guess with that piece, did you take like? A, I was gonna say like you fought, you made your goddamn pro debut in your hometown. I guess we'll say of, of Windsor, if I'm correct. Um, like you like being the underdog and go. Like, what was the pressure like for that? I mean, normally I hate fighting at home. I had two amateur fights at home, and I, I hated the whole the whole aspect of fighting at home because I mean, friends and family would be there, and it just it just puts an added pressure with it. I mean, some people say it's nice to fight at home, easy. It's just down the road. I just I'd rather go through the process, the travel, and going here and going. 
it just puts you in a different mindset. Me getting up out of the bed at home and then walking to a fight just puts me in a kind of a weird, weird non-fight kind of feeling. I, I'd, mm. I'd rather be in the hotel. I'd rather be like real, real like submerged, submerged in the, in the feeling of, of a of a of a fight. But uh, uh, I and again, generally, I would be nervous, kind of that nervous energy for for a home fight, and I was expecting it, but maybe. Maybe a month beforehand, uh, I, I cornered Kyle at UFC Ottawa. I think it was. Oh, nice! And uh, I mean, that was that 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 was a that was a crazy, crazy experience, and it's something that you don't get to uh, enjoy because it's so it's so hectic at the time. But you can look back at it and enjoy it. And then when I found myself in the warm up room and and, and even fight day, I was like, I, I I don't have those that weird jitters that a little bit of a anxious feeling isn't there, and I'm, I I. In the warm-ups, it was just normal. Uh, the walkout was normal. Everything, and I, I, and then I, after the fight, I was like, I think that that was all because I did that just a month before at one of the highest levels. Of course, I wasn't fighting at the time, but that, yeah. that nervous energy was was fresh, and and it was at the highest level of you would ever. Have. Cause, I mean, I'm more nervous fighting my my guys fighting than I'm fighting. Yeah, how get me? Because I, I have yeah. no control. Yeah. you know that kind of way. Yeah. 100%. It, it's it's a crazy, a cra it's a crazy, crazy feeling, and I mean, I I just went through that at a high, such a high level, mm, and now I'm back yeah. down to this lower level of me just fighting where I have control, and then it was just I was like, oh, I hope this continues. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no shit. Yeah, yeah I guess yeah. You're down there's, your there's mental, mental, there's not, your there's mental there's not, there's, there's there's not, yeah, there's nothing like walking out there feeling like you own the place. Instead of going, yeah, what no the hell fear. am I doing here? And that's a feeling that most fighters get, right? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty important for sure. It's it's that's cool. So like when that actually happened for you, you know, and I, to watch your last pro fight, uh, well, your your pro your first, um, it was interesting. It was an interesting fight because it was it was very classic, weather the storm, different body type, gas out, uh, like a meticulous fight plan. Like just kind of weather the storm a little bit and, and use the technique and finish the fight. It was really pretty to watch. Very smart. Yeah, I mean, I, I if you look at the fight, it just looked a little sloppy at the start, but that's what he's coming mm. at me with a lot of energy, yeah. a lot of wild stuff, and I was just, I was just holding. Him. I I knew his tank wasn't there, and, and my gas tank is something that I like to lean on if I have to, and uh, I mean technically I, I knew I was better um, so I just had to wait for him to make a little mistake and he kind of rushed in kind of think mm -hmm. he went for a little takedown maybe and I caught him like in a more or less, less a tight plum and I, I I got a knee off to his head mm -hmm. wobbled him a little and he turned onto the fence and onto the fence just to slow it down a little bit I'd much rather stand and fight but in this case he was just coming at me with too yeah too much energy for the first round and uh, I've seen him fight before and he has legitimate knockouts and he, he hits hard mm -hmm. so I mean, I'm just going to slow it down just a little bit so I can start getting my game off. And then, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, he, as soon as he went north south, like that's just that's just my, my territory right away. And, and I mean, it was an, a nice and easy finish. Something we trained for too, because I've seen some of his fights, and he does like to go for that kind of rush takedown and maybe on the fence get a single or a sloppy single in the middle of the, in the middle of the cage. And I was there. It was just easy. It was we, we like there's pictures of me. Uh, hitting that, hitting the exact move in the warm up room. Actually, there's a video of the exact same thing. It's new. Wow, that's cool. Drillers make killers. Yeah, man. Yeah.
Yeah. We're having a little audio issue there, folks. A little technical issue, a little bit of a delay. I'm not sure why Shane is. He is in Windsor, Ontario, not in Dublin, Ireland, as I clear this. <laughs> uh, right before we let you go here, a couple final questions. Uh, you know, will do you think you'll ever go back? Do you think for for to train to continue your career or like is is Canada now home permanently? We're happy to have you, by the way. I mean, I mean, I think it's I think it's home, but like you just don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Like look at look at twenty twenty. Yeah. Like, yeah. like you just can't say you, you can't say anymore, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to say yeah, it is going to be home for for, mm. for the future, and I'll continue to fight here. I'd love to I'd love to fight in Ireland though. I'd love yeah, to get I on a card there. That. Nice. Yeah, good MMA scene over there now. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, talk about a country that's blown yeah. up in MMA in the last, you know, five ten years. Holy shit. Oh yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Every, every, control. Every, every, everybody's an MMA fighter now over there. <laughs> yeah. No shit, right? Yeah, it is. It's gone yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's, it's gone crazy. Exploded. Yeah. I talked to somebody yeah. one time. I work in travel, and I was talking to a guy at a hotel and. I don't know how we got on the conversation. I was like, yeah, I do jujitsu. He's like, oh, you know, and he's like, yeah, I know Connor. <laughs> like this is through email. And I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, yeah, I know Connor. He's always down walking oh. down the streets. Everyone knows Connor. I I'm mean, like, yeah, oh, of course. Okay. you. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm sure you do. Dumb. Like, yeah. That's just a, wow. that's yeah. Fucking people. eh? He's gotta be the most popular yeah. person in the country. Yeah, he's done a lot, though. Right, like, what are your feelings on the guy, I guess? I mean, he had, of course, like, polarized the sport uh, for everybody. I think he's upped everyone's money, especially in the UFC. Um, yeah. he's, done, he's done a lot of questionable stuff. Um, I mean, yeah. I just hope that he comes back and, and just gets back to, the, uh, back, back to the old ways. But, I mean, whether you hate him or you love him, you want to see what he's doing next, right? So, I mean, yeah, that's true. So true. He's, he's, made, Man, he's, made, today, he, think, he's made millions out of that, right? Yeah, well, I, th I think Proper 12 is estimated at like $275 million or something stupid. Wow. Yeah. Good for him. Well, there's something about Unreal, it. And how long is it? Maybe two, two years? Oh, it might be two years, something like that. No, who knows? <laughs> there, there's something to say about it, though. Like yeah. For a guy like me, I can go and talk like that. But then get Shane to talk like that. And there's something to be said about it, man. It just sounds more badass. It just sounds better than <laughs> a guy like me. If I'm who, what the, who the fuck? Like, I just not going to, it's just going to sound like a meathead, right? But just the way it comes off, man, it sounds pretty awesome to me. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the, some of the questionable shit for sure. But um, any any final questions there, Johnny? You know, I just I was gonna ask one more, but any, anything else you want to ask? No, man, I don't really have any more questions. I mean, I think you answered all the questions I had, man. I mean, I really hope you get to fight again soon. I hope everyone does. I hope we can yeah. get something going, and I hope all the rest of the promotions can fire up and we can move people's careers along. But yeah, good yeah. good to hear you're in there doing what you can yeah. anyway, man. It sounds like you got a good head on your shoulders, so. I expect you'll do the wise, wise things and move through your career well yeah. once things fire up again. Appre appreciate that. Thanks. Of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, right before we we get going, just want you know, uh, being in Windsor, I wanted to ask you any any issues with the U.S. border? Like, do you ever? Well, obviously, you can't go over there to train now, but uh, you know, I know there's Windsor and Detroit, a lot of cross training in jiu-jitsu. I'm not sure if it happens so much in MMA anymore. Darren Crookshank, a lot of people used to kind of train with him anything going on like that um you know what uh we 
before the whole COVID thing happened, uh, we, we were regulars at, uh, at uh, Michigan Top Team. So we do a lot of training over there. We do a lot of cross training over there. I thought so. And uh, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's, that's, a, that's a huge stable of guys that are just absolute studs over there, especially when it comes to wrestling and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's, it's great to have them uh, right at our, our doorstep, really. But uh, it'd be nice to get the borders back open and get back training with them soon. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's yeah. cool to be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's, it's so important, man. Yeah. And, and that's the right attitude, too. Some people don't have that. So, yeah, you got to cross train. You really do, man. Yeah, absolutely. Get, get your ass kicked. Right. So, I get it happens to me a lot. So, I'm used to it. Yeah. I enjoy, you, I enjoy it, it, though. <laughs> yeah. All right, buddy. Well, thanks so much for joining yeah. us. We don't want to hold you up too, too much anymore. Uh, again, for anybody just tuning in, Shane Monahan, uh, based out of Windsor, Ontario, a pro uh, out of Maxim Training Center. Um, yeah, an absolute stud. Hopefully, get you on a show, if not on our show, another one. Thanks for joining us, my man. Good to meet you, Shane. Yeah. Any final shout outs you want to do out there? Cheers. Uh, I mean, I there hope the go. rest of 2020 goes better for everyone. <laughs> That's the shout out. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate well, it. Mic drop. All right, buddy. Yeah. There you go. Shane Monahan. Awesome. That was cool. Great yeah. guy, uh, you know, well-spoken, great guy, uh, who's there for the right reasons. I think that's so important, man. So happy yeah, to have him on. Like very intelligent, intelligent guy. Yeah. So. Well, it's, it's, it's funny how many times we talk to people in, in our sports and how many people think, well, fighters, you know, blah, blah, blah. But oh, misconception. So many smart Good people. fighters are generally very, very smart. Very smart, yeah. yeah I've seen a lot of shitty fighters that were dumb. I've seen that much. <laughs> good fighters who were dumb, too, I guess. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's like anything. There's dumb hockey players, too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And smart ones, I guess. Yeah, man, guaranteed. Yeah. Well, you tell me Wayne Gretzky is not super smart, man. Dumb as shit. <laughs> no, no, I can't believe I just said that about Wayne Gretzky. Oh, man, I, just, I feel so bad. My national. You got to go turn in your uh, passport. Oh, now. man. Sorry, Wayne. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, Wayne. He's definitely going to see this. He was actually, for anybody who's following episode 100 coming up, Wayne Gretzky is actually not going to be on it now because they just shit on him. He's going to be on it. But. He's not yeah. going to be happy about that. We got a we got a big lineup coming up for episode 100, though. Pretty excited for that next week, John. Um, some names we won't drop just yet, but uh, yeah. some big names and uh, big prizes from all our sponsors should be great. Rhymes with Fainus White. Fainus White. <laughs> <laughs> Fainus. I was thinking of that thing, the Fainus. You ever seen that? No, I have no yeah. idea what a fetus is. <laughs> Whatever you call it, buddy. Fetus. So it's a thing. It's an <laughs> instrument that fe a female can use if she wants to pee. Oh. <laughs> without uh, without uh, like having Perfect. to go back. Wow. Look it up. Is that what you have? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much need it. How many times we go to the bathroom with these is kids? That how, is that how you know what it is? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to our sponsors. Yeah, no, we're tired here now. <laughs> Thanks to our sponsors, the Phoenix, for this episode. <laughs> All right. Man, thanks for joining us, John. Thanks for coming back. It's been a few, uh, or yeah. probably a week or so you've been on. So. Been a minute, man. Thanks for having me back. Back to class, back to running, and uh, doing your thing at the gym. So glad everything's going well there. And uh, 
again, away, man. prayers for our, our friends in Lebanon. You know, lots of love to anybody involved. And I have a good friend of mine, you know, and, uh, yeah. relatives over there too. So super Small world. Yeah, it sucks, man. It sucks. So anyway, buddy, if you can be anything in this world, be kind. We'll see you tomorrow, John. Peace. Talk to you later, bro. Later, everybody. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to hit that subscribe button. As always, thanks to our friends and sponsors. Without you, none of this is possible.